Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and I am excited to be here with you tonight, continuing with Step 2, Willingness. And tonight is all about opportunities and I am excited to get into it. I love the month of willingness because things always happen. Um, I think it's because we have willingness on the brain because we're talking about it all month. And opportunities present themselves and, um, you know, it's, there's that question, am I willing to say yes? Am I willing to uh, change? Am I willing to do something differently? And so I love this month. So let me bring on my beautiful co-host and get this conversation going. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. I am glad to have you here. And it is interesting because Terry and I are both in Arizona tonight. So we are kind of getting the the treatment of those other coaches that come on our show because it's 10 o'clock for us right now, not 9. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And we have our guest coach tonight, which is kind of unique because he coached my son. So I'm excited to have him on. Please welcome Donovan Dreyer. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Of course. Happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. And yes, it was a total honor to have the opportunity Speaking of opportunity to uh, coach your yeah. son, so yeah, perfectly fitting. I didn't yeah. even mean to do that. It came out naturally. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So, Donovan, tell our our listeners um, who is it that, or what is it that you get to do, and who is it that you get to serve? Well, what I get to do is actually help actually help kids go for those opportunities and. You know, I, I think one of the big things that, you know, there's a weird problem in the world that I, I've come across is that kids that do really, really well actually struggle with the willingness uh, to go for opportunities. And so um, I, I get to serve them, help them get open to going for it and really thinking bigger, dreaming bigger and opening up their minds to opportunities so that they can get out of the nest and go after uh, those big dreams. And I think, I think Yoda was wrong, by the way. Yoda says, <laughs> do or not. There is no try. I know this is blasphemous to any Star Wars people out there, but the, mm-hmm. Yoda says, do or do not. There is no try. But I give tons and tons of points for trying because I think when people get in that comfort zone and they and, and they just – don't want to get outside the box and really stretch themselves, they can get stuck there forever. So trying is good, Yoda. Sorry. (laughs) Well, we call it practice. So 
it's a little bit of a different a different uh, look on it as well. Uh, since you don't try to take a shower, you either do or you don't, right? Like Yoda says. But we can <laughs> practice doing it better, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, I agree with you there. There's definitely some gray area that we um, that we get to play in. So, what does what does willingness mean to you? Well, willingness, you know, I think you're coming off of the, the, like, the subtopic of adventure. And I think the willingness just means that you're, you know, I, I think, like, there, there's a lot of talk about FOMO, too. And I think about fear of missing out is one of the things that maybe pushes people to do things. But I just don't, I don't see that as a bigger problem than actually this just fear of failure. So I think we've mm-hmm. got to be willing to just practice and willing to, you know, start at like kindergarten level at whatever the thing is that we're doing out there. And we got to have that willingness to be like a kindergartner again, like a beginner again, and just know that there's some things that if it's out of our comfort zone, it's going to be exciting. We're going to have that adventure kind of boring to stay in the comfort zone and just be really locked in on, on what we're doing and being great at it. So we've got to actually rise above this fear of failure to just be willing to be that beginner again. And so that's that's a big piece of willingness, I think, for starters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that when we are willing to step out of our comfort zone, as you were saying, then new things are going to happen because new things happen outside of our comfort zone. Um, only things that are known, only things that are predictable uh, happen inside our comfort zone. So, yeah, allowing ourselves or giving ourselves permission to step out of the comfort zone and try something new and to be a beginner. Um, I love that you said that, giving ourselves permission to be a beginner, to not, to not be perfect. You know, um, like when my kids are learning new video games and they get so upset that they that their character dies and they have to start all over again, but they just started playing. Would it be a fun game if they could just go through the entire game without having to repeat any part, right? So you would get through the games really fast. <laughs> it wouldn't be as fun, right? <laughs> there needs to be a challenge. Uh, for it to be fun most of the time. So, yeah, I love that. Um, I love that you said that. Terry, what about your thoughts? Yeah, I just, uh, I I love the reference to kindergartners because I was a kindergarten teacher for a very long time. So I'm quite familiar with their, their energy as well as their willingness uh, to take on new things. They're like little sponges and uh, it's really interesting to think of that because they come you know they come to school with little little experience with uh, the materials with the content with the, the structure of, of school and they're willing to just give it their all and even some of sometimes the four and five years old have already been conditioned to not be willing to try something new and to have a lot of fear around new things 
so it's it's uh I think as parents we need to really consider how we handle letting kids, you know, experience new things and practice new things and and not to think it has to be a certain way, but I always told a story about a little girl who wanted to color um wanted to color her her tree uh red and the teacher kept telling her, no, trees are green, trees are green, you have to make it green. And I would tell that story to parents that there's nothing wrong with a red tree. You know, we need to, we need to really let kids explore and, and discover and, and see the world through their own eyes and not through our eyes because we've been conditioned uh, to see things in certain ways. So, yeah, willingness to step out of our comfort zone and to practice new things, to take those risks in our lives that even things we've never done before. And I think that when we think about adventure and we think about willingness, I really think of, of risks, take being willing to take risks, things you haven't done before and breaking those down into, uh, you know, into small steps so that you can accomplish something new, learn something new, uh, practice something, uh, discover whether or not that's something you even want to do. But if you're not willing to try, no, well, we don't say try, take that word away, uh, willing to practice, you never know. You know, you won't ever try, get out there and do new things. So I I love the uh, concept of willingness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Donovan, did that bring anything that's, up for you? Yeah, I think, like, what comes to mind is, the third grader syndrome or maybe the fourth mm-hmm. grader syndrome. And so they, there might be a couple of here, a couple of five-year-olds here and there, but I definitely noticed when I got a chance to move from high school to elementary, and I also worked with, with adults too, and, and as I worked with the elementary school kids, the uh, the, the kids are totally willing. And, uh, and then, like, their arms are almost coming out of the sockets to take their shot and uh, answer questions in second grade and still through third grade, maybe there's a little bit more, but by fourth grade, it's noticeable that there's like this, this sudden unwillingness to take those shots, to take those chances and to, to risk and to go for those opportunities. And by fifth grade, it's really noticeable. And I've never, <laughs> I've never worked in the middle school, but uh, I can imagine that it just gets tougher because it seems to me that that kindergartner beginner mindset, something happens in there like third or fourth grade and the conditioning really kicks into high gear. And I think that maybe happens in a lot of things. There might be like this third to fourth grade syndrome that we get when we try something new and then we'll just maybe, you know, stop practicing, maybe just quit and give up on the adventure, give up on the opportunity and just go back to the comfort zone and just, settle on in conditioning take over yeah it definitely i always say by the time they get in third grade the the curiosity and the wonder has kind of been uh, beat out of them and i think that happens they do it to themselves because they watch the world around them they you know school kind of portrays life as one way and there's a right and a wrong and parents are always, you know, they want their kids to excel. So there's lots of expectations. And I think by the time they go through the grades, it just it, they become less and less willing 
to uh, to step out of their comfort zone uh, because it's unknown. And I think that that's that's something that as a society, and I and I mean, I taught school for 40 years. I was a part of the system, but I I just looked at it a little bit differently. And I really didn't want kids to to start to think that there was only one way to do things, and that uh, because one person was good at math and another person was a good reader and another person was good at sports, that didn't make didn't you know make them any better or any worse than anyone else. And that we all have our own talents and our own gifts, and if we're willing to try new things, we might discover new new things that we can practice and and bring into our comfort zone. But that kind of isn't like the normal culture of schools. And I think that kids really get the idea that there's a right and a wrong way to do things. And if they aren't successful at that, then they're of less value. And I think that's when people start to really question uh, stepping out of their comfort zone and and trying something, you know, that's unknown to them. You know, you don't know when you're taking a risk. You've never done it before. And you may not be willing to if, if, oh, what if I don't do it right? What if someone else does it better? What if uh, I can't color inside the lines? What if I can't uh, win the race? You know, and then they start doubting and pulling back, and that willingness is stifled. And I saw that happen so many times. Yeah, I think that we're taught uh at a very early age that the world is not necessarily a safe place for us to show up completely as ourselves. And I think that some of that can be from other students. It could be from teachers. It could be from siblings. It could be from parents. It can be from ourselves. It could be from watching TV or reading books or um, whatever. We all filter information differently. And I know as a kid, I definitely filtered information through a filter of, you know, not being as good as or not being uh, smart enough Uh, because I'm not really school smart. I had a lot of challenges in school, um, but I found my place in uh, drama and fire, and I could do well there. And I think that when you can have when you can have good teachers and and support systems that see those where your talents lie and encourage you in that area you know that gives you a little bit of confidence to at least step out of your comfort zone in that area and i think i was very comfortable on the stage um as a kid and growing up though not super confident at, you know, in class. I definitely wasn't going to raise my hand in class, though I would audition for a solo, um, you know, at the theater. So I think that, you know, anytime we can see those opportunities for ourselves or our kids where it's a little bit easier to step out, you know, to really encourage ourselves commit to ourselves, encourage our kids or those around us to to practice stepping out of our comfort zone. Because when we can do it in one area of our life, we can then do it in another area of our life. And the more we can get confident at it in that one area of our life, the 
the easier it will be to become more confident at it in another area of our life. So, yeah, I think that encouraging ourselves and others in those areas where we do feel confident or feel like we can show up a little bit more than possibly in other areas, the better. Absolutely. I mean, I had I, I just a quick story on a on a girl that I could see that she was stifling or shutting down her own opportunity, or I just kind of assumed she would, you know, be a lot like you with that um, embracing of being on stage and just going for it in her lane. And so we don't even find our lane if we're not really willing to step out of the kind of the cookie cutter life. But if we have one of those chances, I've seen somebody. Uh, yeah, there was a junior presentation that I was doing. I was like, oh, wow, Allie, you were amazing in the last theater production. You really stole the show. I know where you weren't in the lead. And she's like, thanks. And I said, well, we're about to talk about the future and career. What are you thinking about doing? And she said, well, I'm going to be a lawyer. And I noticed she didn't say, I want to be one. I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And I, I certainly thought you were a theater person for sure. And you got some you star power, some, some ch- a chance at this. And she, uh, you know, I mentioned that, and she said, well, that's nice, Mr. Dreyer. Maybe I'll minor, maybe I'll minor in theater. And I, I just thought about myself and just, like, the long journey to really be who I am and embrace who I am and find my place in life and find my lane. And I said, well, you know, think about maybe it kicks in when you have midlife crisis, you got a family of five, and you really want to set out and do this thing, and you regret not doing it. Um, and now, though, you're really young, and, and you got nothing to lose. And uh, you could take your chance at this and then maybe go to pre-law after that. And she said, you know what, Mr. Dry, I'm going to go home to tonight and tell my parents I'm majoring in theater, and I've decided. <laughs> oh, oh, no. What I don't I know if do? you were popular that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I found out next fall with mom. Mom's like, what did you do? She was, like, going to be law and have stability and safety and security and all those things that we want for our kids. What did you do? And I said, well, who is your daughter? You know who she is. You see, her, you see her shows, right? And by now, she was the lead in that fall play, probably right before that. And she's like, "Yeah, you're right. It's her." But boy, Dad's never going to come along. And Allie came up running off <laughs> three months, three weeks later, and said, "Hey, Dad's bought in. He's in. He knows this is me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it." And uh, she went for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think when we can really embrace, when we're open, I think that's a really huge word word for me with willingness, that we're open, that our heart is open, our ears are open, our eyes are open, our mind is open to the opportunities that may come or to seeing the world through a different filter, being willing to shift our perception of what's going on. And to shift, you know, whatever is necessary for us to be able to allow ourselves to live the life we want to live and to not have fear hold us back anymore. Yeah, I think what I've found in coaching is that it's, um, you know, it's the old adage that it's easier said than done. But it's just amazing to be done with somebody in our corner, somebody giving us the wind beneath our wings and uplifting 
and uh, getting us to open again. You know, if it shuts down in the third grade, then we've got to we've got to crack crack through and get that opening again. I, I think one of the things I found with Daniels, I started experiment around with uh, the idea of when you get beyond the norm and do something special, let's let's note note that and uh, reward it. And I did that with my own kids too. And I just think that when we when we see what the norm and we're doing what's right, um, that's great. Uh, and we don't want our kids to just like do things wrong or misbehave. But it's that above and beyond thing. When we see somebody do something that's uncomfortable, like, uh, you know, it could be going out for a drive when you're learning driving lessons, or it could be going for, you know, the lead and the play instead of just standing back and wanting to be, um, you know, my, my oldest daughter literally was a tree in her first play. So, um, you know, and that's every, every part There's is nothing wrong with being a tree. Uh, but, yeah, I just – just rewarding those things where you step out and, uh, you know, and there's even a place for things when you, you do step out and you don't make it, or, or even if you, and you know, for your kid, it is a stretch for them. It is a little crack of an opening. We just got to celebrate those things that might be small in somebody else's eye, but we just know it's huge for our own kids or if, if we're coaching and we know our own kids that we're working with. We just know those little things that they do. We gotta notice those little things and just get a crack of an opening started. Absolutely. We have a tool called Acknowledgements, which is all about celebrating those things that we do, the little ones and the big ones. But really focusing on those little things we do each day that move us forward. And by doing so, it builds our confidence, it builds our trust in ourselves that we can say we're going to do something and do it, that we're capable, that we're able, um, and that we we can baby step our way out of our comfort zone into um, that scary area and survive and thrive. And so it's definitely important for us to celebrate or acknowledge um, ourselves for those things, for each one of those steps out for each one of those commitment tests um, and um, really recognize ourselves uh, for, for doing those things on a daily basis. I love it. Yeah. And I think the, I think the cure to the fear of failure is we can also celebrate the failures. You know, if we, if we mm-hmm. celebrate the cool things of going for the lead and maybe getting the lead or, doing something and going above and beyond and noting those kind of things and celebrating them. Let's, let's celebrate the face plant. You know, if you, if you're practicing for that first time or you practiced a bunch in your face plant anyway, uh, that's pretty impressive that you can keep getting after it. So I think you got to celebrate those that, uh, because we'll guarantee not to have any opportunities or not be able to spot them or seize them if we're unwilling so if there's some willingness, faith plant, I'm calling that a win. It is a win, you know. And yeah. It's that's thing that we can we can. Uh, that's a mindset, right? It's a filter that when I when I'm willing to practice, I'm willing to stone, I'm willing to take a risk, and it's not what I thought the outcome would be, but yeah, what did I learn from that, and how am I going to approach it differently, or 
is it something I really want to do? Or, you know, just to be able to ask ourselves those questions if when we practice, you know, it, it doesn't work out the way we wanted it to or we try something and it fails, there's really no failure. It's just a, a way of looking at what what did I learn? What can I do different? Or do I want to do that? You know, and so it's a chance to to really evaluate and assess where you are, where you're going, and what's your next step. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it made me think of this story that I heard, and I don't remember anyone's names, which is not great for telling the story, but it was the woman who created the brand Spanx and how um, when they would, when her and her brother and their, you know, their mom and dad, their family came together at dinner, their dad would ask them, you know, like, how did your day go? And, you know, he wanted them to tell him, you know, how they had tried something and it had gone awful, um, you know, because that meant that they were trying things that were hard and they were putting themselves out there and they were risking. And he wanted that to be celebrated. And I thought when I heard that story, I was like, that is such a great way to think about it. You know, like if, if I haven't, if I haven't, you know, failed today, then have I really, you know, have I really put myself out there? Have I really, you know, committed to doing something that is, that is out of my comfort zone? So I really, I really like that story. Yeah, it's the Sarah huh? Blakely story. Sarah Blakely story. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. I, I just Googled her for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> go check it out and read it. Um, so, Donovan, we are almost out of time. It goes by so quickly. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to uh, share with our listeners how they can find you. Yeah, my website's getreadycoaching.com, so get ready coaching. So that's that's the deal. Let's get these guys ready to take off out of the nest. And uh you know, and I really do believe they need some wind beneath their wings and some lift and support to actually go for those bigger dreams. You know, a lot of, a lot of kids I find don't dream big enough, and a lot of parents also could be wanting that safe stability and security and all those things and you know, we want those and at the same time, I believe that taking these chances, taking these shots is really important and, uh, you know, to, to have somebody supportive in their corner helping them do so makes it easier. You know, it's, it's just easier to, it is easy to let fear and being scared and, um, you know, trying to play it safe uh, shut us down in life. But I just see such amazing possibilities for Generation Z. I believe they can be the greatest generation of all time. I believe that every last person I work with has genius in there. So we got to find that genius zone, uh, another way for us to look at Gen Z, you know, genius zone. And we have that. We have our own lane. And we don't have to be smart at every last thing under the sun and school smart. But uh, sometimes that just never gets found. The, the people that I've worked with, uh, in the adult world are sometimes just trying to find that decades later. And we can help them find their genius zone earlier and draw that out. So Get Ready Coaching is a great way to just get uh, a free download to help kids set their goals in life and 
you know, start some good conversations. It's tough sometimes for parents to just start conversations. So there's a download that gives you a good six questions to ask about the future and to get to know your uh, son or daughter. And, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to then follow up if somebody wants to reach out to me. Uh, Facebook is an amazing place to connect with me, so you can just look up Donovan Dreyer there. And Instagram, same thing. And finally, send me an email, Donovan, at GetReadyCoaching.com. Awesome. Donovan, thank you so much for being here and uh, sharing with us all of your tips of wisdom and um, all the support that you give our young ones as they get ready to um, leave the nest and, and start that next stage of their life. Well, thank you, Kelly, and thank you, too, Terry. It was an amazing conversation, yeah. and uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we want to remind you all that the, fair, the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org. If you'd like to know more about Fearless Generations, please go check it out at fearlessgenerations.org. And you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, all under Fearless Generations. We thank you for coming and uh, supporting us each Monday night. We look forward to coming here and sharing with you about the 12 Steps to Freedom, as well as the tools and strategies of Fearless Living with a little... Uh, or a lot of uh, Terry and I's uh, funk and jazz. So we thank you for um, coming. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Bye.